in conversation with The Sopranos with Steve Sharippa, Vincent Pastore, and Michael Imperioli coming to Pittsburgh tomorrow night. Uh, and we're really excited to have Steve Sharippa here on the show with us today. So what was it like for you to be part of such an iconic show, The Sopranos, then when it was on and now even resurgence of popularity with streaming? Are people coming up to you? Like, what, what is that like? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, when we were shooting it, you know, at the beginning, you didn't really know. And then, uh, of course, I mean, it was, you know, possibly the best show of all time. Yeah. Just got voted from Rolling Stone. I mean, it was uh, kind of playing like for the Yankees, you know, when we were here in New York and New Jersey, you know, running around together. It was a lot of fun because we were very close friends. We hung around together. We did a lot of stuff together. You know, you, when you're together for that long of a period of time, you know each other's families and wives and kids and, you know, all of that stuff. And uh, now, you know, especially since the pandemic, the last few years, you know, younger generation has found it. You know, yeah. because of streaming and all over the world, you know, back then you didn't have a lot of people had HBO. So now it's everywhere, you know, and then we had the podcast, which was very, very, very popular. And uh, that kind of, you know, uh, things exploded there too. And, uh, you know, we've done this show in Australia, so we have fans all over the world. Uh, it's quite amazing when you have people come up to you from Saudi Arabia and the UK and, you know, and, and Norway, and they say, I love the show, I watch the show, you know, it's quite amazing. So, uh, yeah, I think the I think the Sopranos will be around forever. You know, yeah. Like some of these shows uh, that you see and you watch over and over, you know. I think, I think it's definitely that kind of show. At the time when you were filming it, was it hard to keep what was going to be happening with each episode a secret? Was it hard to keep your mouth shut about uh, it? No, no. no I, you know, not really. You know, uh, no one broke the code. Everybody, I think for the most part, I never got out. Uh, what was happening towards the end, I, I think, I don't know if it was people on the crew or the cast or somebody was leaking <sighs> stories, you know. Uh, yeah. I like to, at the time, the inquiry, social media wasn't around. You know, you didn't have Twitter and Instagram. And, uh, I don't think you did. I don't think you did. But it wasn't out there like that. Right. Uh, and so, you know, uh, it, pretty good. And then at the very end, you only got what you needed. You didn't get the whole script. Like a Woody Allen movie. You know, when you do a Woody Allen movie, all you get is your sides, your, uh, you know, your lines. You don't get, you don't know what's going on. Right. Know? So you don't get context. You just know what you have kind to say and like that's that. it. Yeah. Kind of like that. So, uh, you know, that's what was happening. But, uh, you know, we, listen, we did it for the, the good of the show, you know, keep it quiet. You know? Yeah. We tried to get stuff out of us every single interview. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would have. I would have tried to yeah. do that myself. Speaking of towards the end, what is your interpretation of the series finale? How the last scene, straight to black, what's your interpretation of what happened there? Well, for a long time, I thought uh, Tony was alive and well. Really? You know, yeah, I really did for many, many years. And then once we started doing the podcast and watching and talking to talking to different casts and uh, cast members and David Chase himself, and nobody ever said it. I just kind of think now he may have died. Oh you know? wow! I, I kind of think I changed. I flopped on that. You know, yeah. Michael Ferrioli also. He thought he was dead for a long time. Then he thought he was alive. And I guess you know, I don't know. You know, that's. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, they, they, you know, that's one thing David Chase will never tell us. I don't know if he knows. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> That's an interesting thought, and it's interesting that watching back now, you think differently. It's it's kind of giving you new perspective on it. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I, I haven't watched the show since it aired. So right. So I started doing the podcast in uh, March of, what was it, March or April of 2020. Uh, we have a book out also, Woke Up This Morning, uh, The Definitive Oral History of Sopranos. And once, you know, I had to watch it two and three times, uh, the shows, all the shows again. I had forgotten a lot, and then, you know, uh, you know, when I watched it again, I kind of changed my mind. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you look at it in a different way. I mean, I looked at it, you know, the first time around as a fan. Now I had to talk about it and, you know, answer questions, and, you know, you really had to know your stuff, because obviously there's fans out there that really yes. know the show, that have watched <laughs> it way more times than I have. Right. You know, they so- could recite lines, they know every little thing, so you can't flop on that one. Right, you gotta be careful. So rewatching the show, reliving, you know, that time in your life, I'm sure brings up a lot of memories of being on set. What would you say is your best memory with James Gandolfini? You know, uh, you know, going to work at that time, it was like going to hang out with your friends on the corner. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what it was like. It was like, hey, I'm going to go see my friends, especially those scenes where you had all the guys together. Sometimes it was 15, 20 cast members, those big scenes in the restaurant and stuff like that. It was like, you know, for the next 12, 14, 16 hours, we're going to go, we're going to laugh, we're going to, you know, uh, you know, bust each other's chops, blah, blah, blah. And that's that's what it was. It was friends. And we almost always, always, unless we had a lot of work the next morning, always went out, no yeah. matter what time it was. You know, if we finished at 3 o'clock in the morning, we found the place open to 4 or 5. You know, we always uh, frequented many, many bars. Wow, I bet if those walls could talk, they'd have some stories. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, they didn't. They don't have cameras back in those days. Not everybody was walking around with a cell phone with a camera. You know? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh. What can fans expect from the show here in Pittsburgh at the Carnegie of Homestead Music Hall? So uh, what it is, we have a comic, Joey Cola, a very very funny comedian who travels with us, and he'll do fifteen or twenty minutes, and then we show clips of the show of the mm-hmm. three of us, me, myself, uh, uh, you know. Bobby, uh, Christopher, and, and Big Pussy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, we answer prepared questions, all comedic-driven. We give you cool. a peek behind the scenes, what really went on, some great stories. Michael Imperial has got a great story, how him and Jim got drunk in the trailer, <laughs> and then they had to chain their legs to a tree because <laughs> they were doing something uh, close to a cliff. They didn't want them to fall off. And, and stuff like that, you know. So there's a lot of really inside questions. Uh, we talk a lot about Jim. We talk about Tony Sirico, Paulie Walnuts. Uh, we show slides as we're talking. So pictures will come up. And then we do a Q&A with the audience. The first 20 people or so, uh, we do a Q&A. That sounds like an amazing so night. I'm a Soprano fan, it really is. It's a lot of fun. We've done it everywhere. We've packed the house everywhere. I think there's a handful of tickets left uh, for Saturday. If you're a Soprano fan, you don't want to miss it. it. It really is a lot of fun. And you're going to learn a lot, you know. So it's it's that kind of stuff. And we've done it in Australia. We've done it in New Jersey, in New York. 
York and Detroit and on and on and on. You know, we've been doing this on and off for a number of years, and uh, it's it's a, it's a fun night out. Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine seeing behind-the-scenes stuff, like the blooper reel from The Sopranos has to be incredible. Yeah, I never saw one. I don't know. Really? I saw one from Blue Bloods. You know, I'm on Blue Bloods for yeah. the last eight years. Uh, they have blooper reels. I've never seen The Soprano one. Oh, you, we got to find <laughs> that. we got to put that somewhere. <laughs> Hey, listen, I'm really thankful that you took some time with us this morning. Uh, If people want tickets, they can get them at librarymusichall.com for the show tomorrow night at the Carnegie of Homestead Music Hall. But I will say, I know this has nothing to do with The Sopranos, but I was a huge fan of yours on The American, uh, The Secret Life of the American Teenager. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was a good show. I loved you in that show. Every time you were on screen, I felt like it was a big hug. So I I enjoyed you. Thank you, Marie. Hey. Nice talking to you. Thank you so much. Have a great show, and uh, we'll see you this weekend. Yeah, thanks a lot.